Joshua, what is up? Hey, Jacob, how are you? I'm doing great, Joshua. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, it's been a long day, but uh, doing okay. I think it's it's uh, it actually feels better just to be on this call right now. Um, so thank you for uh, having me on the call today. Yeah, brother. Thank you for being here, and appreciate you for pressing one on that keypad. High five to you. Awesome. Right back at you. Um, so what I want to kind of talk about is that, uh, that I have, so I have a lot of books that I want to read, uh, a lot of skills that I want to learn, a lot of courses to complete, um, a, a coach actually to reconnect with habits and lifestyle changes that I want to implement and change. Um, so many resources that I've acquired over, uh, the past few years. Um, and I want to start putting things into, um, into action and to get good value out of, you know, out of some great stuff, you know, often kind of start something and, you know, read a, a few pages of a book and then put it down and favor for something else or, you know, read an article and write down a few action steps and then not do them. Um, so my question is, how can I organize all this stuff and all these ideas and all these habits into a, a way that I can actually start to make some changes and take some action and read some books and implement uh, these things in my life? Mm. You know, great question. Love it. And super relatable. I can, uh, I can think of my own experiences and it, it, I still go through this from time to time. And I, I hear your passion for really becoming a better, when I say better, I mean the next version of yourself, that you're inspired to grow and to build skills and to be of service and to just have a, a great ass time in life. So honoring you for that, um, the, the question that I, that's coming up for me that I'd love to ask you is, so there's all these things that you're interested in. You got a, a Amazon wish list of 50 books in there, and, and I'm joking, but you know, metaphorically <laughs> speaking, there's all these things that you want to do. If if we had to eliminate 90% of them, what would be the 10% that are left? The 10% would definitely be uh, included, would be health stuff, um, you know, like things like prioritizing sleep and exercise and nutrition and wanting to cook um, and meditation. Um, those would be big. Um, a coach that I um, that I was committed to, I, I want to make sure that I kind of finish the program that I started with him. Um, that's really important. Um, out of all the books and things in my Kindle library, <laughs> in my uh, Kindle library, I mean, I guess there isn't too much. I mean, there's there's a couple of books. Like, there's a couple of books on social skills that come to mind. And one thing, uh, the and one kind of mini course on social skills that I actually really want to do. Um, but I would say those, that would generally be the gist of the important thing. Mm. Awesome. So one of the skills that all of us are kind of being called in to uh, pay attention to and to build is our skill of discernment with all the information that now exists in, uh, in life and all the distractions and really having our attention be sharp like a sword so that we can use it and put it where we want it when we want it and know where it is that we actually do want to have it. So, so super relatable. Um, I, I kind of see this in, in two different capacities. One is that there's the, 
before I say any of that, one is I'm just appreciating your deep love of learning and life. And the good news is, is that hopefully you've got many, many, many years and decades ahead for you to engage in all of these things that you're inspired to rock, whether that's social skills, public speaking, becoming you know, a more healthy person. Uh, it's, it's cool. You know, I can really hear that passion that you have for optimizing your life. Then I, I kind of look at it as, as two capacities, two components rather. There's the now, which is what would most support you right now? And then there's the future, which we could talk about in a second. But I, I check in and say, okay, so what need of yours is currently not being met as it's regarded to sleep, nutrition, uh, meditation, some of those things that you mentioned, which, what thing does it feel like would make the biggest difference for you if you were to really dial it in and make a commitment to honoring? It's, it's, it's tough to uh, pick just one thing. I think that's where uh, my mind is kind of going because um, a lot of it kind of falls under, under the big umbrella of health. You know, I think, I mean, you know, learning to, I mean, sleep, I don't know. I, I think of like the three big pillars of health. I think of a lot of the anxiety I've been dealing with. Um, the anxiety actually may actually be the, which I didn't mention, may actually be the number one thing right now. Um, but I think there can be ways through meditation, through nutrition, through sleep to improve that. Um, so maybe the answer is the anxiety is not being addressed and maybe through some of those through a daily exercise habit, through a daily meditation habit, through, you know, making sure, um, you know, through, through a, a good sleep routine um, and healthy foods that I can maybe address that. I don't know if that, I, I may have cheated there, <laughs> um, but, 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 but I, I would boil it down to like probably to, to actually the anxiety um, is not being handled right now for me. Got it. And, you know, I've had a lot of anxiety in my life. I, I still do get anxious from time to time. And I've had panic attacks and didn't even know that they were panic attacks, which was really scary because when, when you know what's happening, at least there's some awareness as to, oh, it's just this and this will pass. But I can remember many times in my life just freaking out and not even know that I was freaking out from a high-level perspective because I was so in it in the moment. So you gave yourself some advice there, and then you said, I don't know, did I cheat? Right? You're like, yeah, so you know, taking care of my, my uh, nutrition and, and my meditation and my exercise. This, to me, sounds like something that you, you already know in a sense, Joshua. It's like you, you already kind of had that, that answer. Um, so is it a matter of just doing what you know you need to do, or is it a matter of you feel like we didn't really hit the nail on the head here? I think, well, I think it's probably doing what I know. I, I have a pretty good sense of what I need to do. So I think it's just probably just, just doing it and just making sure I prioritize those things. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So which of, which of those things feels like the number one? Which of those feel like if I were to do this on a consistent basis, not which one do I want to do the most, but which one would actually make the biggest difference for me? I mean, it, it is actually helpful when I think about it in terms of, like, anxiety, uh, which would be the most beneficial. I, it's so hard. Um, it's, 
because every time, because I mean, I could argue exercise. I could argue. I mean, I definitely need the mental clarity, and I think meditation so, so would Joshua, help. Be huge. Do, yeah. do you mind if I if I jump in for a sec here? Sure, go for it. Awesome, and thank you so much. I, I realize it's absurd of me to to jump in when you're speaking. It's like, where's your social etiquette, Jacob? Like, really? Come on. <laughs> But I, I do that just so that hopefully we can get to a place that's going to be most powerful for you. And, and I appreciate you just kind of rolling with me here. Um, when I hear you work these, these thoughts out in your head, I, I actually get the sense that it's the anxiety that's trying to solve the anxiety. Like I can hear yeah. your process of not knowing what to choose and so not choosing anything. And I get, and my strong gut would say like, that's exactly what happens out in life that perpetuates more of the anxiety. Yeah, I, I, I think that's totally valid. Um, I think there's a lot of truth to that. So the, the habit that I'm actually hearing that would be really helpful for you, and, and we'll, we'll, we, you know, we'll talk more about this or we can explore this more at, at another point, but is, is actually just choosing, just committing. Like, you know what, it doesn't fucking matter if I choose the meditation or the exercise. The point is, is that when I choose one of them, my life will be better. And so it's not about choosing the perfect thing. It's just about choosing a thing that will then get me into motion and I can course correct as I go. Okay. I can work with that. I think, yeah, for me, the first thing I would probably jump on is this self-acceptance exercise. Um, So I think it's pretty easy for me to do. So um, I think that's that's where I want to start and just make, just making sure I do that one thing. And then because if I want to add more things later, if I find it's not helpful, then I can, like you said, course correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, I dig the self-acceptance and then I'd also love for you to get a practice to bring you into your body. So the self-acceptance is kind of working in the mind. You're, you're in part, you're kind of looking at thoughts, challenging them, uh, working with your mind, but the anxiety is actually coming from the mind. The anxiety is coming from being in the past and the future at the same time, right? That's, that's that anxiety. It's, it's, I don't know what's going to happen and I, and I don't feel like I have control over what's going to happen. And the more I don't know, and the more I can't control, the more anxious I feel. So, what I would nudge you and all of us to do when we're experiencing this, these anxiety, uh, these anxious thoughts, is to, to bring, to drop us into the present and to drop us into our body. And when we can calm our physiology, our psychology will also calm. One of the greatest lessons that I've, I've learned that have just been most practical and most helpful is if you want to change your psychology, the easiest way is to change your physiology. And so instead of trying to reverse limiting beliefs or, or do any of this stuff by itself, the, the wisdom is to actually change your physiology and some deep breathing uh, will be immensely helpful for you in that. There, there's um, even just taking one minute to do six deep breaths, uh, four, breathe to four on the inhale, hold, uh, and, and then breathe out. Uh, for six. So even breathe in for four, breathe out for six, just doing that for one minute, I get the sense it's going to reduce anxiety and the science proves the uh, positive psychology. There's a lot of research on this, that this is one of the, the best practices that we can all do moment to moment to work with situations like this. So, so I would just nudge you to be aware of 
that the anxiety is, is coming from the head and that and you're feeling it in your body, but instead of working on it in, in the head, I would actually go back to the body and work on it in the body and say, okay, how can I really ground myself with deep breathing now? And you can do that through exercise, through meditation, uh, but just making that a uh, non-negotiable practice that you know when you rock this, your life is going to be better. Uh, thank you for that. I, I think that's a really important point that I don't think I, I saw before. Um, and I, I think that breathing practice itself is something that can help me and I will give that a try and also keep in mind, yeah, I, I do need to get out of my head. Um, and I think into the body is a good way to go. So, so thank you for that. I appreciate that. Yeah, well, thank you. I'm going to take you off the mic, but thank you for being so open to this. And, and it's huge. I mean, that's, that's my journey day to day as well. I'm, I do this every day. I, what are the practices that put me in that flow state so it feels like, you know, life is just happening uh, in, in a way where I can kind of control what I want to be happening and, and it doesn't feel like I'm stuck in my head or I'm foggy. And, you know, those are, th- that's what I do. That I go to the gym, I meditate, I nap, I eat a certain way, I drink a certain amount of water, and I realize when I'm in my head and I never try to solve a problem when I feel stuck in my head. Uh, you know, one of, the, one of the things that's been really helpful for me is just realizing that, you know, when I feel shitty, I'm going to make shitty decisions. So it's my job to make myself feel better, not try to create my life in a different way so that I feel better, but in that moment, just get my sugar, you know, taken care of or, or my, uh, my, my, my hangriness, right, when I'm hungry and angry at the same time feed myself, drink some water, take a nap. And from that place, the anxiety and some of the confusion goes away. Uh, I also will say that I'd love to connect you to a vision larger than, uh, than, than the now. Uh, it starts with the now, but you initially had mentioned like, okay, well, what does the future look like and, and what should I be focusing on? And I, I really wanted to take you out a year or 10 years and say, you know, what is What's, what could make you excited and or proud to be focusing on so that uh, you, we have a direction to move you towards? Because even just being in motion towards something that's really important to you will start to alleviate some of the anxiety about not being in motion. Uh, so it, it's kind of a two-pronged approach here, and I'd love to, uh, to circle back around to this on the next call if you're up for it, Joshua.